many things to be balanced. This here podcast is for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never know, we might be talking about spirituality and wellness, relationships, whatever it is that you do to get your money, be it working somewhere, be it running your own thing, be it having a side hustle, it's all good over here. We are getting organized, we are handling our time management better, and we are having fun through it all. Because over here, it's all love, all light, and good vibes only. So, if you are interested in living, laughing, and learning, growing, and glowing, drinking your water, and minding your own business, this is the perfect place for you. Hi, I'm Tiff, and welcome to the Life Unscripted Podcast. Building a brand and operating a business can get a little hectic sometimes. I mean, there's a million things to do and you only have two hands, but not to fret. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to Organized Energy co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. So many of us have heard of the great resignation and many of us have also become aware of people around us might be you that um, has launched your own small business And I want to make sure that I am helping you guys to be equipped with what you need to be successful um, as you go on these journeys. So what we're going to do is to have a small series where I'll be highlighting some of my favorite tools that I use that helps me to run my brand, my businesses a little bit easier. Um, As you know, I recently uh, published a few books and rolled out some new programs um, that will also help you guys um, in your ventures. But going through the process of writing and publishing the books and rolling out the online programming and some of the other tools and resources that I have available to you, I came across some amazing tools that I fell in love with. So I want to introduce them to you. So one by one, as we do this series, I'm going to highlight one category at a time. Just give you a brief um, synopsis and explanation for why I think you should give this particular category of tools and resources um, a try. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about coming right up.
All right, there you go. <laughs> okay, Sydney. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, we had some technical difficulties, so we're starting this thing all over again. <laughs> but I wanted to welcome you um, just to have this chat. With, thank you for having this chat with me and welcome you here. Um, I, I received uh, an email about a week ago um, from an office park that's in my area and I subscribe to their weekly newsletter. In last week's newsletter, uh, they was communicating what they're gonna be doing for Black History Month. And I will say that for me, for Black History Month, uh, I've never really been very intentional about being excited um, in celebrating Black History Month. Because when I was in school, we would always see like the black and white movies of like Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King and, and all the things that happened during that civil rights era, um, which we still are in. I shouldn't say that era because I guess we're still in it pretty much <laughs> at this point. But, you know, we saw the marches and the big movements. We saw um, the story of, of Little Ruby Bridges. We saw, you know, Roots all the time. And it was just, our plight just seemed so sad. It was always talking about slavery and Jim Crow laws and all this stuff. And so Black History Month, to me, coming up, it was just a continued reminder of the oppression that we were under as a people. And it just didn't seem like anything to be excited about, you know? And so I just didn't see any fun in it, you know? And I don't say fun, but it just wasn't, it was just more of a uh, mournful and a sad occasion for me. And um, so I just, you know, kind of, I won't say tuned it out because I didn't tune it out, but I just, just wasn't excited to be like, yes, it's coming up. So this year, it's different. Um, and and this year, when I thought about this, uh, this office park that sent me their flyer or newsletter on what they're doing for uh, Black History Month, I got excited because I said, man, your name ain't on that list, Tiff. How come you ain't helping them celebrate? You know, they have speakers coming in and different vendors putting things on display and whatever. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? For Black History Month as a brand. And I got to thinking further and I said, you know, it's not, it is about history. Obviously it's in the name, Black History Month. However, we are currently writing history. And yes, we had some sad times and some bad times. However, that is not where our story starts and that is not where our story will end. I feel like we, I know we come from kings, we come from queens and royalty and we have excellence in us. And so we are operating at excellence even right now. You've got all these trailblazers doing positive things in our community. And because of that, I said, you know what? I'm gonna celebrate Black History Month and, and celebrate the great times. You know, the what are we doing that's continuing to make positive impact? Because those that. stories need to be told as well. And so that's what kind of birthed this whole thing. And I just kind of got on this mission. And I was like, I'm gonna find all my LinkedIn friends, the ones that are doing some great things in the community. And we're going to, we're gonna rejoice. And I wanna highlight the great things they're doing. And so there is why we have Miss Sydney Tucker here today. So I'm so happy <laughs> to be here. Yeah. So Sydney, introduce yourself to us. Tell us who you are, what you do, and we'll just kind of go there because I can I can get really loaded with my questions. So let me just stop right there and say, introduce us and let us know who you are, what you do, kind of, and, and what are you, what are your passions um, as it pertains to being a part of our ancestors' wildest dreams, as we hear people say. Okay. Oh man, I haven't heard it put that way, and I love that. 
Okay. Um, well, hello, y'all. My name is Sydney Tucker. Um, um, I guess what I do, um, I do a lot of things, um, but I am part of the youth implementation team for uh, Mayor Greg Fisher's office. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, by the way. Um, and um, I also am a, I'm also an um, executive director for, um, sorry, executive officer for Artistic Creations, um, which is a art company, a local art company um, that originated from Louisville. And um, I'm so excited about it. Um, and just all the potential it could have. Um, and I, I am a very passionate person. Um, I'm a very creative, I'm a very, um, but I'm also a very uh, business person as well. I'm a goal oriented. So it's really interesting when people look at my resume, it's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I'm just doing what Sydney does. So um, yeah, when it comes to um, <clears throat> Black History Month and just celebrating like, just celebrating our living and what we have, um, like what we have as a people. I'm really, I really love it. There's so much art, so much um, depth that we can go in about that. And the thing is, there's so much knowledge that are not being taught in schools about Black history. And even with African Americans, we don't know all of our history. Yeah. And, um, and we we have so much pain for what we know and there's so much stuff that we don't know that also gives us joy in what we are in if that makes sense yes so that's what i'm going to say about that because i'm a person to talk <laughs> oh i love it because i can talk too so i like to just hey take a back all right, right. we're having a whole conversation then okay <laughs> So I love what you said because there is so much truth to that. We as a people, and I can't put everybody in the box, so for whoever's listening, if you know your history or our history, don't jump on me because I said we as a people. But many of us, okay, many of us um, don't know the depths of our rich history um, because we were stripped away of much of an identity um, when we came, you know, unwilling to this country um, as descendants of Africans, of, of Africans that were stolen, you know, from Africa and brought here. And um, that being said, that is something that I would hope that we would do, we would make a priority. I think with, with uh, respect to all the recent events that have taken place, I think it should really uh, cause us to really give pause to wondering and doing our due diligence to research and find out what is our history. Because we don't even wear our own names. You know, our names were given to us, uh, our ancestors, when we got here. You know, we were stripped even from those basic things. And in life, that's all you get is your name. You know, all you have is your name and your word. That's it. To be stripped away from that, which in a, there's so much when you study what's in a name. You know, a name has purpose a name can help you it can start out something big and you grow into the name that you were given you know and there's so i've done a podcast episode on just a name and when you don't even have that and you don't even know who you are then how can you tell your seed who they are because you don't even know who you are and then it just goes on and on and it's just it's just something that's passed down and so i can like I it that Go I'm ahead, sorry, can I add on to that? Yeah, yes. um, so I really, I'm an interested in what you're saying. And I, 
I think of us like we have such a unique experience. Um, our ancestors have had such a unique experience, and um, it's really something to talk about. Like we could get really in depth with that. Um, and I feel like with names, um, the names have so much. How do I say identity to them? Yeah. It is what you put to the name that if it means something, I feel like as well. And yeah. I love that. Um, just how my ancestors were, how their lifestyles were due to their circumstances, how they became so strong, how they became so graceful at the same time. It's just amazing. So with having, I don't know, just creating our own, like with God, just having our own resilience Mm -hmm. um it's fascinating so just having um so I I agree on the name part of how it brings so much of a um cultural um identity to us and at the mm -hmm. same time I feel it's equally important to have that how are you doing things what yeah. impact are you bringing what mm -hmm. are you what are you to that name do you know what I mean so that so that's just sort of what I that's yes. my little two cents <laughs> oh it's amazing I love it in fact the whole name thing intrigued me so much that last year I began a journey of actually just really legally changing my name um mm -hmm. and then I kind of I stopped I went through all the like I did the whole thing except signed and turned it and, and did the last I didn't do the last step um because I thought about it for a while and I thought, okay, are you really like, do you really, really, really? But it was so big. Like I paid all this money um, here because I'm, I'm from Louisville too. Um, okay. But I'm now not, <laughs> but I relocated. I'm out here on the coast now. And um, so you got to go through a certain process and you pay for these checks, background checks, and you've got to pay for different, just a lot of stuff to do, to do it. I went through all of that, got to the very last step. And I was like, do I really, really want to? Um, but I had selected a name that was very meaningful and all those things, but it's just really important. I won't hang around there because this is about you today. I want to know about you. So, um, but <laughs> for you all that are watching, I do encourage you to check my episode out, my podcast, Life Unscripted Podcast. There's an episode that's called Hello, My Name Is. And so you all, if you're interested in my two cents on the name thing, check out Hello, My Name Is. And, um, and I hope that you are blessed and enlightened um, from that. Uh, but with you, Sydney, so tell me what your role is for what you do with uh, Governor or with uh, Mayor Fisher's office um, and all that for the youth in your community. Like, what does that entail? What do you do? How long have you been doing it? All that kind of good stuff. Okay, so um, I get sort of called the OG um, of the, <laughs> of the membership. Um, okay, I've been there for around six years. Um, since it almost started, um, I may have been there like a year after that, maybe. And um, what basically happens is we have a whole team. Um, we are very close, I feel like, like at least I feel like. And um, pretty much it is a opportunity to have this platform of speaking up for youth voice. Because if you notice, there are so many people that have, um, how do I say? that have so many, that are so opinionated and have the right to be because this is what they are living in. And with youth, they don't usually have a voice mm -hmm. in politics, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're under 18 years mm -hmm. old. So um, in our, um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, under no. <laughs> um, just sort of the platform of youth, um, they're, 
we're under we're under 18 all the way to um, about 14 or 13 um, this year in court court with so many um, diverse talents and um, so much opinion so many opinions so I'm really happy about that and um, what we do is we implement um, things and concerns of our community for example uh, police brutality um, another one would be the education system and not teaching black history um, mm -hmm. community development infrastructure stuff like that and um, I'm really passionate about that and uh, just a little side note before starting the youth implementation team, I wasn't too much in the politics. I didn't understand it as much as I did right now of how significant it is um, to get into politics and understand politics, not for myself, not just for myself, but my community, my family, yes. you know, people that you need to feed, people that you need to care for, people that are across the street, people that are in the city, people that are in the world to set an example. It is very important to get into politics, but that's just me. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much what it's about. <laughs> that is just incredible. So, you know, like I said um, a little earlier when I first, you know, asked you to start, you know, to in introduce yourself. So I've, I've heard it um, so many times, you know, I've seen it on social media posts and on shirts and, you know, just in people talking and they mention we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. And, you know, and and it's been said, and I can't, I don't know who to attribute that quote to. So again, forgive me people who's watching, if you know who started it, hey, give them credit. But um, I've heard that said, and it really, it really, um, I've been thinking about that more and more lately because just even out of this, I had, when I just thinking of these conversations in this series that I'll be having, with, um, with African-American trailblazers and those who are making positive impact in our community. I am a whole entire black author. Don't even think about it. Like I recently published several books and other programming and things that go along with that. And um, literally the day that I published the books, <clears throat> I did it and I literally went on with work. Like I had more things to do that day. <laughs> and then the next day I, I worked and, and every day I work. Um, I think I went out and I purchased like some Welch's sparkling grape juice for my daughters and I. We did that and we were good. When the books finally came in the mail to me, like my, my author's copies, I jumped up and down. I ran around the living room. I was like, yes, oh my God, I'm author. That was it. I did not have a launch party, a book signing. I did not have this royal announcement that the books were out there. I didn't do anything. Like I just literally went right back to work. I had a moment, went back to work, same day. And um, I say that to say that we don't give ourselves enough credit. I think we might suffer a lot from what they call imposter syndrome, where we kind of just water down or talk down our contribution to what's going on or, or, or uh, well, whoever it is that we are, we kind of just, you know, we're like, okay, and go on with it. And there, we deserve to celebrate ourselves. It's necessary to celebrate ourselves. It's necessary to stop and celebrate and then proceed. And so um, I thought to myself, I remember when in schools, they would have special speakers come and all this. And, and I remember, you know, we would love to have seen a black author. I don't think I knew any black authors coming up, you know, maybe some that we might've read, you know, I don't know, not many. And um, I'm like, girl, 
speaking of our ancestors' wildest dreams, do you know that there was a time when it was illegal that we could we couldn't even we weren't even allowed to know how to read? And now, not only are we reading, we out here writing. And not only are we out here writing, we out here owning the bookstore. But before the book got to the bookstore, we are out here becoming, we are the publisher. We have our own publishing and print houses. We being me, sis is the author, sis is the whole publishing company, you know? And I don't think we any of it. Okay, I got the publishing company. Okay, I publish books. I don't even, it's not even a thing. And I thought about that and I was like, girl, you are writing black history. You are a part of black history. You know, at least in this family, I don't know about for anybody else that care to write it down, but in this family, you doing something. And I say that to say that our ancestors could have only dreamt the thing. I don't even know if they even dreamt it because of how harsh conditions were. Now we didn't come from illiteracy in africa we didn't did we didn't did the thing every the, the whole everything okay civilizations we we you know so we don't come from ignorance at all however in this country and in the way of life over here you know we were not supposed to be able to read and certainly not supposed to be able to write and didn't even weren't even supposed to have an education you know so i'm saying it in that in the context of this our experience in this country so that being said I know that our ancestors would be so proud of us for what, I know we still have work to do and there's still a way to go, but I know they would be so proud and just rejoicing to God, thanking God for where their babies are right now, you know, where their babies are. And I'm just getting teared up thinking that we are their babies, you know? I know, it's yes. You know, they would just be so proud, you know? And yes. so what do you say about that? How do you feel? Where do you think you're at in that process and in contributing to their wildest dreams? So what I feel like, like I, I love your explanation how you were telling that. And what I have to possibly add on to that is that when it comes to our ancestors, I, as a um, Gen Z, um, and hearing a lot of people, a lot of their opinions, um, we are pretty sensitive. We um, are so aware of mental health. Um, sometimes we are not thick skinned. Um, you know, you hear stuff, but, so, but sometimes you have to take things with a little grain of salt. And um, I feel like it's very much of a strength uh, to focus on mental health because mental health eventually leads to physical health. Um, and so I very, I very much think that that is important. Um, with our ancestors, I can't imagine. <laughs> I cannot imagine being in their shoe. I, it's just, I feel like having their, um, I just feel like a lot has led up to right now and how um, their dreams have came to help us, for us to succeed mm-hmm. by their circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like, for example, my um, my uh, great grandmother. There's a lot of stories I could tell about her that are that you can look back and be like, dang, okay, I need to think about this in a certain perspective. 
And when it comes to when it comes to the people that have impacted my life, it was in history. And in history, they have really, I feel like, I don't want to say really paved away. They have paved away, paved away, but I know it's like a lot said, but there's another um, sort of phrase I want to say. They're really, how do I say? I feel like their dreams were to make a better lives to help us. Um, that's really all I could say on that. Uh, that's all. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I, yeah. It's, I can't even explain it. It gets me emotional too, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, that's what I feel, that's what I, that's why I feel about that. And um, celebrating, I feel, is important. And people celebrate in different ways, I feel I have to add too. Um, and that when, when celebrating, of course, thinking about your mental health, reflecting, um, instead of automatically going back and you know like having your well you know filled and your cup filled so that's what i have to say about that though <laughs> so in the past or even for now what give me because we all celebrate speaking of celebrating we all celebrate in different ways it's just like any other observation holiday you know in the or or observance actually observation observation of a special occasion observance of a special occasion um but what have you done in the past to celebrate black history month and and let me just say there i don't like it that we already have been slighted but then we get the shortest month of the year you know <laughs> i'm like really okay but really you know i believe that this is something we should observe and take note of and we have been doing a better job of celebrating and embracing all year long it's not just a month it's not limited to just a month for us um but how what do you do specifically for this month um to celebrate our culture, our heritage, and what do you, what would you like to do for this year's version of Black History Month? You know, are, are there anything that you kind of have planned or that you have, that have crossed your mind that you like to do to, to pay homage and to celebrate? Yeah, I understand that. Um, so in the past years, um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually a lyricist. Um, I rap and I do poetry and spoken word, and I also sing and I'm a singing songwriter. She didn't um, tell us all I, this when we asked her to introduce herself, people. <laughs> Look, I'm an open book, but you just need to tell me what I need to tell you. Yes, let us know, <laughs> and then we need to know links and things so we can come and so we can oh, see you. But go on. Okay, I, I only have started. one. Look, I only have like one published um, uh, rap, and it's the Bout of the Bullet. Um, B-A-L-L-E-T or the bullet and my rap name is Smooth City S-Y-D-I-E okay <laughs> and, I love it and, oh my god um, there's so the much there I would like yeah. to ask but I'm gonna let you finish answering the question Look, that's awesome part two no I'm joking yes. <laughs> no um yeah definitely um I love doing that uh for Black History Month and I've been um doing performances um for for the past um and for this year specifically, I definitely want to help in, um, um, well, being in this new role of um, executive officer of artistic creations, I definitely want this art company to flourish in blackness, in African-American. Um, I want for us to um, definitely put some pieces out there, which we're planning to at the African-American Heritage um, and we are also um, 
almost done. okay we are okay another thing is um for um me working in uh, metro government we have youth violence prevention week and um we're also working on that um for inclusiveness and diversity and i know people say that a whole lot but with me in it yes inclusivity and diversity um and making certain that people are included not just um not even just um considering uh brown skin, peach skin, but also having, um, um, personally, I have three special needs um, siblings with autism. And so just inclusive in that way as well. And so I'm so excited for all that. And that's happening in March. So just a continuation um, to stop the violence and have diversity and inclusion as well. So that's sort of what's happening this year is what I'm planning on happening. So. I'm excited for that because I love the arts. I love the arts. I mean, and I think when you are a creator and what they're calling out creative, um, then I think in all ways, that's what we do is we create and we can see opportunities to create in so many different ways, whether it be reading, writing, rapping, singing, decor, you know, uh, graphic design. I mean, there's so many ways (laughs) that when you are a creator or creative, um, that we can do that. And it, it's just, and, and I think what we have that's brilliant uh, when you're that kind of person is we have this outside of the box way of thinking too, you know? And I think that helps when we when we face different things, you can kind of use that gift to say, okay, this, this way isn't working, but what's another way that can? And I think it helps us with problem solving skills when you are that way, because you can think outside of the box. Um, I will, we're going to wrap up, but I would like for you to share any links, whether it be with the organization that you're affiliated with, that we might be able to follow and support. Okay. Um, And even with you following any of your platforms, if you have like any type of social pages or, or wherever your, your one, your one published work is. Um, So links is my first question, but second question, I don't mean to put you on the spot. If you don't have anything off the top of your head that you can share with us, don't. But I would love to hear you recite something, a piece, if you if you can. But if you don't, we'll just get a link or something and we can just let everybody kind of go to the link and find it that way. Whatever is best. But I would I, I mean, I love I love that. Okay. I didn't know that you did all that. OK. All right. Cool. All right. Here we go on the spot. Here we go, people. <clears throat> When I was young, I went in school being cool without a clue of the real issues that occur besides cafeteria food. Each day I went home naively seeing society develop to be the social norm I thought related to other families, but now it's clear to see I need to give more critical thoughts of what happens to me on the daily. Things get crazy, overwhelmingly hazy, politics strategically playing with the loyalty laziness. And with this conformity, lacks of love and social appliance, behavioralism has created a natural social divide with violence from the slave days to now. African-Americans haven't been given the liberty sense the sense of walking in this world of serious issues, hurting the oppressors them best to be blessed with the political maturity because with the oppressed like a security, it's hard to get out of police brutality you would use. Girl! Wow! <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh my gosh! Thank yes. you. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you are so talented! You. <laughs> oh my god are you gonna be like performing that anywhere this month or um I, i'm not planning to but if anyone has right here honey <laughs> you just did it right here i know i know i'm yes. so happy about it thank you oh my gosh okay i'm so ha- like that is awesome 
Okay, well, thank you so much for being here with us. Again, leave us with any links. Let us know how we can find you or your organization so we can support and follow or whatever. I got it. Got it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I, I was excited for this. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> yes. Where do we go? How do we find you? What website? Oh, what? got it. Um, go ahead and go to www.artisticcreations.com. So art, so A-R-T-U-C-K-S-T-I-C.com. Um, creations.com. And um, so go ahead and go there and then the rest can um we could probably figure out so there we go <laughs> thank you so much sydney i'm gonna stop recording and i it is awesome to listen to my show but wouldn't it be amazing if you could launch your very own go from listening to launching when you pick up my new book called Is This Thing On? The Super Simple Guide to Planning, Launching, and Scaling Your Podcast. And of course, it was written by a podcaster for new and aspiring podcasters. Think of it as business strategy meets podcasting 101. So yeah, anyone can launch a podcast. That's the easy part. But not everyone understands the business and brand strategy behind operating a podcast, be it if you're doing it just for yourself and for pleasure as a hobby, or if you're doing it to get more eyes on your brand. Either way, this book, this project is for you. Visit organizedenergy.co slash shop. Again, organizedenergy.co backslash shop. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I wanna share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. Again, and as always, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the fact that you shared your time with me. That's number one. Number two, I always tell you guys as I close out my show that I love you. I remind you that God loves you. And I want you to make sure that you love you. Okay? I love you. God loves you. I want to make sure that you love you. Now, if you enjoyed this show and what you heard today, I ask that you do me a favor as my bestie. Would you please go over to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, and um, wherever else you listen that has the opportunity for you to rate and review. I would love for you to rate the show 
And to leave a meaningful review, I want to make sure that you also have subscribed to the show and that you will share it with someone that you think would really enjoy it like you do. Okay, I truly appreciate you. I really do love you. And I cannot wait for you to join me again on the next episode. Have the absolute best week ever.